sorry. That's so good. it's uh, 7.05 and we're ready to start whenever you are. Uh, Commissioner Dillard. Here. Commissioner Gathawa. Here. Commissioner Krebs. Here. Commissioner Merritt. Here. Commissioner Simmons. Here. And Commissioner Tassinari. Here. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, next, we'll go to the reading of the Native American Land Acknowledgement, and I'll read it. It says, we meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparation. Okay, and now I'm going to move on to approval of meeting minutes um, from August 4th, uh, 24th, September 7th, and September 14th. So is there a move, a motion to approve? So moved. Is there a second? Second. It's been properly moved and seconded. Any discussion? Nope. Okay, Commissioner Dillard? Yes. Commissioner Gathawa? Yes. Commissioner Krebs? Yes. Commissioner Merritt? Yes. Commissioner Simmons? Yes. And Commissioner Tassinari? Yes. Motion carries 6 0. Thank you. Um, next, we'll move on to public comment of items not on the agenda. First, we'll move to anyone online. Is there anyone online that would like to comment on anything not on the agenda? Otherwise, we'll move forward to um, anyone in in the room, which will, okay. Hi, I just wanna um, remind you that what you were sent today was two reports that I think will be really interesting. I don't know if you were able to see them. One was from the Coalition for Racial Justice from 2013. It was fact-finding and presentation. I and then there was also from 2015, a report from the city. And Carrie Z. Norton, who comes a lot to our meetings um, via Zoom, and she's there tonight, it was her idea that that might be useful. And we, I, I was able to co contact someone who keeps their records and had that, and so send it on to you. So it was just meant to be useful food for thought, especially at this time before next week when you're working with Kearns and West about what do we want to do about fact finding. So just wanted to just hold that up. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. Does anyone else have any comments? Okay, next we were, we're going to move on to agenda item number five, which is strategic doing workshops follow up. Um, we will do public comments after we do this follow-up. Right. Thank you. We fixed my rise, um, SD planning. And I sent um, a very... Do you uh, want the a, PowerPoint a, or the PDF? The PDF, yeah. The, I sent a PDF version of a presentation. Uh, so these are just some initial results. Um, we wanted to give a recap and also kind of some next steps. 
So yeah, here we go. The a little PDF was because we had some great photos. And so we wanted to also share that. So you can kind of scroll down. Sorry, Stephanie, I'm going to have to ask you to scroll down. Um, you so know, you might actually be able to. Oh, me. really? Oh, right. Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully it works. Yeah. I'll see how far it stretches. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Let me um, make this like bigger here. Okay. That's probably better. Um, so yeah, we actually have hosted three strategic doing sessions. Um, and I don't know why that one's coming up. That's not the first event. Yeah. Man. <laughs> The first event was held Thursday, uh, September 14th. Many of you were there. Um, and we had uh, 22 participants, uh, several commissioners, and even a city council member. And here you can see some of those photos. As I said, many of you in the room were here. We had staff also were there. Um, and there was a lot, as, as many of you know, there was a lot of asset sharing and uh, working on projects, trying to figure out what these Pathfinder projects would be. So we came up with three, um, create a financial literacy and credit builder program for BIPOC community members. You can see the folks that were uh, that are involved in that and then moving forward meeting. Um, I did asterisk every, uh, every uh, commissioner. And then the focused marketing campaign to our underestimated community to connect them to employment opportunities and training through Iowa Works. And um, again, the meeting time and the people were involved as well as the commissioners on that in that group. And um, the last one has its own slide because it's um, a lot. <laughs> So I, I think I captured this somewhat um, close to what it is, a community experience. Um, and that's really about developing a curriculum for a cohort of people in the community to engage the fact-finding information that the TRC uncovers and aggregates, such as disparity in schools, history of redlining, et cetera, um, sitting in talking circles to process information and potentially creating a project together. Uh, this is based on the community leadership program that's currently run by Greater Iowa City, Inc. Um, and we had a number of uh, commissioners in that, that group as well. Uh, and their meeting is also listed here. So, and just a reminder that these um, Pathfinder projects are really aimed at the uh, the framing question. And the framing question was built such that it included the you know the um, fact finding, truth telling, and reconciliation. So, um, those were those projects. We also had some additional ideas and the idea behind having additional ideas is that strategic doing is very versatile and um, sometimes these projects may move forward and then it fizzles out or something you know, changes and we can always go back and pick up some of the other projects that people had mentioned. Uh, the other two that were talked about and kind of worked through a bit were the faith-based faith -based curriculum for anti-racism work. And um, so there were folks that were working in uh, like faith-based circles that were a part of that group and thought that there could be a curriculum that was created specifically for Iowa City um, and then circulated uh, for anti-racism um, trainings. And then the African community space hosted at i -Corps Boxing, uh, it was uh, indicated that there are just 
just aren't a lot of spaces for the African community to come together and have space and culturally appropriate spaces. There was also talk about how um, there's uh, some of the issues in the school being related to you know, violence and that maybe something like i boxing could provide something that was just a healthier outlet. Um, so <clears throat> those things were talked about and they are just kind of in the prairie, I guess, <laughs> that we can go and, and pick up with, uh, if we need to. So that was a very successful event. Um, we had a lot of people really engaged and I wanted to share some of the survey responses. Uh, I felt like I was part of something much bigger than myself. It was exciting to be around others who wanted to share resources, assets, time, and energy around truth and reconciliation within our community. There was also some uh, suggestions. I, I, there were actually several. <laughs> I only I just chose one, uh, but it was so far the three projects are inclusive, but I suggest all workshop members discuss and vet them. I may have interest on issues in other groups and would even want to benefit from suggestions by participants and other teams. And I thought that was a great suggestion, um, really shows that people want to be engaged, uh, right? Uh, so that was great. And then just, I am excited we are moving forward and can tweak stuff along the way. Again, that fluidity, the ability to kind of move and um, adjust as we need to. So there was a lot of energy coming out of that room. Um, the second event, let's see, this is, this somehow got mixed up. So uh, the second event was held on Saturday, September 16th. And um, it was from noon to 10 to noon. And we had about 11 participants. If I actually go back up here, it's the right picture. <laughs> Uh, we had 11 attendees. Uh, I was facilitating that. We had two city staff and there were three commissioners there. So um, sorry about that. I don't know how things got out of order, but honestly, it's been a week of that. I feel like I've had many technical issues, <laughs> so maybe I should just stop. Um, <laughs> so that was our, our Saturday event. And um, this was a much more intimate setting. It was a circle of people. Um, and it was held at the South District Market. And so we learned a bit about the South District Market. Rachel Scott, who is a business owner there, um, talked about her business, about the, um, the, the intent of, you know, kind of having a basically an incubator space for businesses um, in that, on that side of town. And then we just opened the circle by asking people to introduce themselves and what brings you to this work. And I, I think for the 11 people that were there, I think we talked for like over an hour and it was really powerful just to hear what brings people to the work. And I said the TRC work. Um, and I think people just really interpreted that. We heard a lot of people express, you know, their personal um, racism that has happened to them, whether that was education or childcare or, you know, just different settings. Um, so it was, it was really powerful to hear that and uh, really grateful that city staff also you know, we're a part of that. Uh, we heard from Redmond talking about his work actually in Davenport um, and, and working with workers who were people of color that were being discriminated against by the unions, uh, really powerful. And, and he talked about how that really opened his eyes to institutional racism. Um, so there were there were certainly powerful things that happened there. We then kind of presented some of the information um, to you know, what each projects were. And then we, we did have a few new people. So they expressed interest in wanting to join those groups. So um, I believe that that will move forward. Uh, so this was really kind of just like a little bit more intimate. We, we shared information and we, and, and there was some meeting of new people. Um, 
And you can see there's uh, Corey Johnson, you know, really excited and energized about, you know, Iowa Works and, and talking with folks about how to get involved there. Um, and then there were food. And then an interesting thing happened where like we were there at noon and there were kind of, you know, the the framing question was up and we had these, you know, posters talking about these projects and people were kind of just walking around getting lunch and sort of, act, you know, kind of interacting with those and asking questions, you know, like, what is this about? Like, what is going on? Um, so it was kind of cool to have sort of that interaction happening. Um, you can kind of see some people just walking in the door and being like, oh, what's going on here? I thought I was just going to get some coffee or something. Um, but there, there is also something about some lessons learned that happened this Saturday. Um, and, um, I, it, it's something that we need to, to discuss, um, that harm happened and how are we going to address it? So in this space, uh, uh Roy Sam Porter owns a business and, um, the space, the, the area that we set up. So that's thing one, I guess I'll say. So Ray Sam Porter is there and um, she has been actively working against the TRC, I think since she left. Um, and so there have been very contentious, political, highly visible um, interactions with her that were harmful. Um, and in particular, there has been um, some inflammatory comments that she has made um, with our native partners and um, our native community members. And so her presence there was of course very triggering. Um, and I, so I apologize for that. I think, you know, as a facilitator, we try and create safer spaces. And um, I think that one way to mitigate that is to have transparency. Um, I think that what I failed to do and, you know, my, my colleagues, um, who were facilitating the strategic doing sessions failed to do is just say, you know, here's where we're going to have the space, who is here, who's serving food, all of the things um, so that you all can vet it, thing, thing one, so that you are aware and can make that informed decision. And then we can decide what to do from there. Because there may have been a decision not to host it there. There may have been a decision to only have certain members go there. Um, but the thing is, is, but the truth of the matter is that there was no agency from the TRC in that process. And so it is definitely a lesson learned. Um, I've personally apologized to Commissioner Krebs um, I understand that it was a very harmful space and I, I'm just appreciative that you were able to take care of yourself. Um, and, and so we, we learned in that lesson and, um, that's what I'll say. I think we need to put together some sort of, or I will put together some sort of document checklist and we can workshop it and see what, what feels best. I don't want to put you on the spot, Commissioner Krebs, but I do want to leave space if there's anything that you want to say or anybody else, um, about that. Um, I appreciate you speaking on it because it kind of takes the pressure off of me. Um, I felt like I did have to come in and say something because I left abruptly and probably a lot of people didn't understand what was going on. Um, but you have to understand that these comments were literally made like a couple of months ago. And um, um, it was during a, the, I spoke on it, the tier, one of our meetings. It was during a presentation of a proclamation for our murdered and, and missing indigenous relatives. So it wasn't just attack like on me or an attack on somebody. It was literally during a pro proclamation acceptance for murdered and missing indigenous relatives. And you have to understand we are 
finding tens, maybe it'll be hundreds of thousands of children around these boarding skills now. Okay. So this is a sensitive thing. Um, I didn't want to be the next newspaper article surrounding the TRC. So I, I chose to let leave that day. That was the best thing that I could do. Um, I didn't want to interrupt. And I really didn't understand what was going on, to be honest. I didn't know if maybe a you know an olive branch had been extended. Uh, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. didn't really know. So I, I left out of respect for um, the TRC and the history. Um, so I appreciate you speaking on that. So yeah. I didn't have to Absolutely. like explain myself. Oh, you, you you don't you don't have to explain. I wanted to just give you a space to speak and tell your truth about it. I I bring it up because they can all all of it's true, right? Like there can be like a space where people felt comfortable because it was in a space of co- people of color and businesses, and and there can also be true some real harm that we were in a space with one person in particular. Um, who is a person of color, you know, so uh, I, I bring that up because it's, it's complicated and, and complex. It's, and it's, we can't mitigate it all the time, but this is definitely a place where I think we can shed some light on and create just a little bit more process up front to at least try and mitigate as much as we possibly can, because I, the last thing I want to do is take agency away from the TRC. And so it was a big lesson for myself and, and for, you know, the other strategic doers, um, and I know Annie was also there, but, you know, it, I also want to say that, it, it, you know, as people felt like welcoming, can I look at what I was saying? All of these things are true. We, we hold, we held that space in multiple ways and, um, but we can, we can do better. So thank you. Can and I, I add yeah. on Please. that because yeah. I was there? Yeah. It was difficult to sit a, like I said, it's it was really great that there is a space for BIPOC people, but at the same time for African Americans, for Black people. So that, and I just knew of it that day, and I did make these same remarks. But at the same time, it was also hard to sit in that space because the last time we had been in the, I had been in the same space with uh, that supervisor. Uh, it was in the space when we were having the facilitator being mm-hmm. passed by the council. Yeah. And the supervisor the words were not good. Yeah. The tone. I'm glad it was turned positive by one of the attendees of the participants by calling it energy. But so I was taken back to that point mm-hmm. at that time. And I had to deal. So yeah, as you said going forward, just we never said this is going to be an easy process. Sure. And all of us with whatever energies we have, we our Iowa City is ours. So as we continue moving forward, yeah, it's there, but it's not easy. 
being prepared and not just finding yourself there. Absolutely. And uh, at least being aware that you, that, that maybe, yeah. And also, I also told myself, it's something I also have to remember that these kind of things will happen. And what does one do with it? Yeah. yeah. And both Commissioner Krebs and I dealt each of us in the all the who are three commissioners mm-hmm. uh, and dealt with it in our own ways. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's why I, I've titled this like harm happened and harm happens. It really matters. How do we address it? And so I, I definitely wanted to address it. Um, and I'm happy to continue having conversations specifically about that day or any of the details about that. Um, yeah. So learning lesson. Yeah. My apologies. Um, from here, it's a hard pivot, but uh, I will attempt to do so. We did have a third event um, that was in Spanish. And Can I go back? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to move away too quickly. Uh, yeah, for me, the other lesson we want to take from there, as we prepare, uh, just being clear on what is happening at the event, Yeah, because uh, had I known it was going to be a repeat of Thursday, mm-hmm. and this is just for me, my, for me, sure. the different thing was, of course, those other lessons learned and that situation and learning about the space, uh, the new the new thing I took from there is the additional two people yeah. to the groups. But if I had known, I wouldn't have put aside another event because mm-hmm. I'd already gone through it on Thursday. Right. Yeah. But yeah. so as being uh, kind of knowing more, because I was expecting more, Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But the more that I got was that there were these two new people. One of them, I sent her your way. So the other was a repeat for me. Yeah. Yeah. So just being aware of that. It's hard when there's like new processes, like explaining what strategic doing is before you go through it. It's hard to explain. And then to say like... And then we're just going to have the same pathfinders, but add people to it. it, it it's a little bit harder to explain that, but I, I apologize that that didn't come through. I, I thought we had explained that, but we can always do a better job being clear on that. Um, yeah. And now, now we know about strategic doing, so I can just start from that, that baseline. Um, yeah, but thank you as a good reminder um, to be clear have clarity. So the, the third event was entirely in Spanish and that was held last night. And this slide is actually correct. Um, from five to nine. And there were, at the time I thought there were 10 attendees, but really there was, um, 11 that ended up showing up and I'm not sure if Marlene is on here. Um, are those the only folks, I guess I have the remote. Quick question about that V. Were were we told that when that date was going to happen? Cause I don't remember, learning when that was going to happen oh i thought we had them listed like the the spanish date. yeah but i apologize if that also did not come through um yeah because i can say i mean i remember us talking about that but i never had that show up anywhere as a reminder or something that that event on that time so um that's not helpful 
we just stop share real quick just so I can see Paola is on here. And so I apologize that we didn't get that uh, information to you. I uh, I thought that we did. I know there was lots of dates that were thrown around and maybe it just got lost in the mix. Um, but we'll, yeah. So it, I think it was, it was entirely in Spanish and I know we had said like, Oh, it'd be great if you could stop by, of course. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't, you didn't, I, I don't, I would say that in that sense, you didn't miss anything. Cause it would have been a high lift if you don't speak Spanish, but yeah. Um, I think there was just a lot of dates that were getting thrown around. So I apologize for not making that, for not doing like a reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that, uh, Marlene is on here, but Paola is on here, Jaramia Guada, and she is, she was a part of that. Yeah, thank you. You also have a, yeah, please do. Um, so she was uh, a part of the group last night, the, the session last night, and she actually also is a trained facilitator. So um, that was helpful, I'm sure, to have her there. So um, Paola, I'm not sure if you would be willing to just kind of do a, a recap of the evening and I'm not, yeah, I, don't I, think can, I can certainly try. Um, I know Marlene is in the midst of, um, getting her stuff together. Um, my name is Paula Jaramillo Guajara. Um, I was an attendee yesterday evening, as V mentioned, um, I did go through strategic doing practitioner, um, learning and, uh, preparing, uh, not super long ago, but, Last night, we had some really fantastic conversations. Um, The entire night was in Spanish. And I think one of the really big highlights that we had was um, it was a great opportunity for us to create space and community for ourselves. Um, It was really exciting to be amongst um, other Latino leaders, Latino community members, um, people that are just really excited about doing this work. And so uh, that was definitely a highlight. Um, We went through the strategic doing process, took up the whole uh, amount of time and came out with um, two really big ideas or groups. Um, One project that was brought up was um, really doing a lot of learning around um, wage theft um, and using that as an opportunity to have uh, community members learn about wage theft, what that means, what that looks like, um, how you can help, but also as an opportunity to engage with local business owners um, in helping, you know, just create uh, stronger ties and better bridges uh, when it comes to specifically our uh, underestimated populations, um, you know, when they're business owners, but also, you know, as they work in our communities as well. So um, we had one group that was very excited about that and working towards that. Um, And then another group um, was really, really excited and working towards an idea of a cultural center. And a lot of that was based on creating structures so that when our communities, um, you know, do work and build each other up and build ourselves up, um, having that physical space um, to work through some of the traumas that have been lived uh, in, in the community or that people have lived through when they, when they come here, even before coming here, um, opportunities for growth, uh, both personal to empower, uh, our communities to, you know, learn their rights, know about what's available, 
uh, things like that, um, mental health support. Uh, but also it's really this idea that when we create community uh, or physical spaces for our communities to feel safe, um, to feel heard, that is going to allow us to create healthier communities moving forward, but it also creates institu institutional knowledge. And when we were talking about institutional knowledge, what we really wanted to touch on was uh, this idea of, you know, we have community leaders that come and go for various reasons. Um, and every time that that happens, we lose a little bit of something when that community leader leaves for whatever reason that might be. And so how can we create a structure so that our communities, when they do that work, they can continue to grow and evolve and not have to start from zero anytime, you know, someone moves away or, or someone departs from us for whatever reason in so many ways. Um, but we really, really got excited about this idea of finding a physical space where our communities can explore their own cultures, can explore each other's cultures um, and really come together and promote it our communities to, to grow. So um, we had some really great feedback. Again, it was a great networking opportunity for us to, to be able to hear each other, meet each other, you know, work side by side. Um, one of my favorite parts about strategic doing is the asset portion, because it really allows you to explore as an individual what you bring to the table. But you also learn a lot about what everybody else brings to the table and things that either you might not know about someone that you know, um, or obviously learning new things with people that you don't know. Um, so we had a really, really great experience. We have a lot of energy and excitement around the two uh, pilot projects that came about from our strategic doing sessions. Um, but yeah, I, I hope I <laughs> captured everything that happened last night. Uh, was not super prepared to chat about it, but more than happy to answer any questions too if, if any of the commissioners have them. Yeah, and I know uh, Marlene Mendoza is moving tomorrow to Chicago. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, she was able to get the session in last night and then we'll, you know, forward information on so that we can, you know, actually have things in front of you that you can look at. Um, but I, I do think I had a conversation with Paola earlier about these ideas um, and they're, you know, big, big ideas, right? So I think uh, particularly with the cultural center, uh, which is very exciting and, would of course be something in the purview of the TRC. Um, and it sounds like not even just, you know, getting the space, but laying the foundation for the framework for how would this work, um, bringing those community members together um, from, you know, multiple cultural, um, you know, multiple cultures. So thank you so much for coming and, and talking about that, Paula. I know um, you weren't prepared for that, but we will have something more official. It just happened last night, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know uh, this morning, uh, myself and the other scribe from the other group were still getting information to Marlene, but um, that is all set to go. So I'm sure Marlene will be able to provide all of the details uh, moving forward. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, I was just going to share this screen again. Um, so I can kind of show some next steps. And... So moving forward, so each Pathfinder project has a 30-30 and some have like a 14-30. We just encourage people to meet as soon as possible, understanding that it's hard to meet, you know, sooner than two weeks. Um, and what they do is then, you know, figure kind of flush things out a little bit more, learning how to work together. Uh, and then they will 
kind of report back. And so there were several commission members um, on various um, yeah, Pathfinder projects. So I think we would just ask, you know, somebody to report back on the status in terms of the um, the Spanish ones. Um, I've asked Marlon to just identify like who we should be in contact with. I'm, I'm sure Paola will be one of them. Um, but then for, you know, the other Pathfinder, who will that be uh, so that we can get reports also um, and, and assist in any way that we can. I uh, also just want to give a huge shout out to staff who made so much of this possible. <laughs> um, just really invaluable to have access to space and resources. And so just super grateful and that you were there and attending and that we got pens, <laughs> you know, that there was some swag to give out. Um, really just appreciate everything that you all, you all did and continue to do. Um, and with that, I can really just answer any questions that is kind of the snapshot um, we can certainly, we will certainly include more in our, you know, report that we're going to be giving kind of towards the end. Um, but happy to answer any questions. I have a question. So I know that you just said that the, um, Spanish speaking groups will be reporting back to us, but I feel a huge disconnect. So I'm wondering how we can be more connected to them. If there's a way we can even have all of the, all the participants come visit us in some form or capacity just because um i i just feel like um we don't want them to feel like they're alone agents i guess sure. um yeah i wonder if we could yeah think of maybe some other ways to where instead of them coming before like a formal commission maybe there's some sort of opportunity to host something a little bit more. I would be willing to go to them. I, right. I'm not exactly. Spanish speaking, but I would be very happy to uh, uh, do whatever. Sure. <laughs> Have yeah. translator on my phone. We can make it short. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely, um, yeah, I'll, I'll ask Marlon how we could make that happen and, and see if Paola will help maybe organize something and come back with some ideas. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we have precedents uh, in TRC We've had groups that speak different languages, but we work together. We've had Arabic speakers. We've worked, or we worked on the ICCSD incident mm -hmm. with the people speaking different languages, even when they were going to the board and when they were coming to us, we worked together. Mm -hmm. And also we worked or with uh, uh, Spanish speakers together on on the workers that were left out Excluded during workers. COVID. We worked yeah. on all that right. yeah. despite us not speaking the same language. Mm -hmm. And we do that all the time. I work for an organization yeah. that has the people we serve, all of us, we speak multiple languages. But when we are working on something, we work together. Sure. So, mm -hmm. And I know I had expressed this even at the beginning when you told us that it was going to be an aside. Yeah. So because, yeah, Commissioner Dillard, you're talking of disconnect and them being there, but I'm also feeling us being here. Mm -hmm. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. No, that's great feedback. Yeah. I will see if there's a way to yeah make those connections stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll come back with some ideas. 
And just another thing, just speaking on that, since I'm not saying we need to do this now, but I do really feel um, eventually there should be some more strategic sessions to engage more communities, um, find a way to mix it up so that there isn't just like, you know, one community, um, unless that's what is being asked, um, that maybe that's a recommendation later, but that's, I feel that we, like, there was great projects that came out of this and we could do more. Absolutely. I mean, I think in this first phase, a lot of these are really seeing get, getting some legs underneath the commission um, and then expanding. So, yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's definitely a, a more and and trying to figure out, like, where would that fit in? But, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I'll add on strategic doing. Probably it's just me being a slow learner. I think I got lost someplace because um trying to have it on truth and reconciliation. I'm still trying to find my way through that. Mm-hmm. And it not being the projects not being same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Uh because we've had I've been in Iowa City for 20 years mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of projects uh trying to I guess, answer the framing question, but the commission is here because it didn't work. So, but that's just my making meaning of the project that kind of telling me, trying to use the same solution to a problem that, uh, yeah, the the same solution which hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. But I, I am really wanting somebody to help me see that it is different and I'm also kind of hoping that some of the projects don't actually harm the people they intended to help or benefit Mm -hmm. the same people that Mm -hmm. historically have always benefited uh yeah so I'm trying to see is it fitting in truth telling in fact finding it's looking okay no it's not fitting there reconciliation maybe but then again I sit back I'm like I am not comfortable sitting in reconciliation when I'm not done with fact-finding. So I'm struggling with that. And what you can see or what I saw in myself is struggling even to really physically uh, trying to go into the groups and trying to see where am I as far as where the the projects, the pathfinding, the project as far as truth and reconciliation is concerned mm-hmm. and is the part coming before the horse so that is where I am with all these and trying to uh yeah to fit in and for now I've kind of put myself back because I moved to what I'm calling Lawrence group from my original group which was the third move and now um uh, let me find myself first yeah. as far as truth and reconciliation is concerned and where it's fitting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate those comments. I think that, you know, the, the strategic doing is really, it's a process, right? So we had the framing question and in that is truth telling, fact finding and reconciliation. There's also a nod to historic racism, oppression and genocide. And so with that, there's almost like this, um, how can we, 
remove barriers, which I think is why we see things like um, the uh, the credit. The I'm blanking on what the one that uh, Commissioner Tassinari is a part of um, the financial. Yeah, the financial literacy one I think is a good example where you have. Um, so certainly something that's needed. I mean, right? Like it's it's definitely kind of trying to erase or get at some of the racism that prevents people from having better credit or understanding financial literacy, right? And that was a part of the framing question um, because we didn't want to lose that. We didn't want to lose that element of like historic racism, oppression, and genocide. Um, but that's, I think, why you see some of these in there. And I guess, and this actually came up amongst our um, facilitator group because we're always trying to look at it through the mandate, right? Like, are we giving you the thing to help with the mandate? And that's where strategic doing is just a process, right? So we had this framing question and we had people in the room who brought their assets. So it's really dependent upon those people in the room who are bringing those assets to find where that star, like that North star is with their assets together. So, sorry, go ahead. No, please. Let me so, follow up because you're answering my question. Is it paralleling what we are beginning on Wednesday with the fact-finding session? Are we having two processes going on together yes. that I'm not aware of? You are having. become aware of. You're having multiple processes going on. So strategic doing is one. Literally, the fact-finding sessions are starting to start next week. And then you're going to have truth-telling, which is just a few weeks after that. So this is really... A, Part, if I'm answering your question right, um, so the strategic doing is using the the mandate, the framing question that you had to try and get at some of the mandate, right? It's also, though, I will say, because we talked about this as facilitators, an opportunity for the commission to work together with other community members on issues that people are experiencing. So it's it's kind of more than just what we would normally consider a strategic doing process or more than just the framing question, but or, or the mandate, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Commissioner. So I, I feel confused also. How does it fit in? Because it feels very hierarchical, like top down. Um, cause when we're meeting, I mean we've got some community members and we've got so the assets and things. And to me, I'm like, where's the community that we, right. you know, where our black folks and brown folks and our immigrant folks, like, I guess I'm confused. Cause I'm like, I want to talk to the community and maybe I am not understanding something. No. So I, how many community groups did we invite? Um, yeah. Oh, it was, it was at least, I think about 75 to 80. So, and then I would just ask how many people reached out amongst your networks to invite people, you know, like in terms of the community that we're asking to serve, um, we need to, and, and maybe this is a part of like the invitation process needs to be different, you know, um, in terms of the city reaching out that the the ways that commission could reach out or, you know, maybe those need to, to, to different, to be different, because I think the idea is that we're 
trying to invite folks in or we're trying to go to neighborhoods or, you know, like trying to do a few different things. It's not going to be the be all end all. You all are a commission and a city for a city, right? So there is some structural hierarchy just in that. Um, in terms of inviting the community in, I guess I would ask like how, what networks did you reach into to invite those communities? And how was that done? Over 70 community organizations were invited. And I'm assuming that it's like all the nonprofits that we listed, right? CWJ and Shelter House and, you know, all those kinds of things. So I, I like to, to bring up something, Madam Chair, is it acceptable? Of course. Okay. So there are there are a couple of things. Some of the questions you all have, I, I, we should really dig into and we should have a conversation about. I don't think right now this is where you're going to be able to have that conversation because we need to talk about some things structurally. But what I would say is, I said, I believe that we did a great job with, again, our consultants. We, I think strategic doing worked very well. I think the outcomes were less than expected. And I think that there are several reasons why they were less than expected. Um, and I think we can get into that. I like to get into that based on the presentation that I have once we get to that place. But you all are asking really the right questions, which is, is it, how does this whole thing fit together and how do they get it to, to us closer to where we want to be? If, if you really think through and say the projects, the Pathfinder projects help me understand how they come closer to helping us achieve our North Star. I think that we would find it difficult to be able to say that these were the type of projects that would ultimately get us there. But I would say is that the process of us going through this, which requires practice, which is not during the, you know, you don't, you practice separately when you actually are doing it for real, that the process of going through this is important to allow us to to overall develop the system that we need to allow um, people to help us get to where we want to. Yeah, because she used the word hierarchy, or, but it, for me, the word that came to my mind when I found myself moving, trying to find which project I fit in is steered. The method felt like being steered to some place. That's because we had the wrong people there trying to address an issue that they were not able to address. And so anytime you have the right process, but the wrong people, then you only can do what those people know how to do. I'm talking I, all the way, the strategic doing. It yes. felt it steered me to a corner yes. that now I'm really trying to get out of correct yeah and go back and find myself where did i get lost right and i'm i'm this my i'm suggesting is is that you were guided there based on the people's interest and if the people's interest are not aligned in a certain way then they will direct you in places that you don't want to go Which people the the participants because for me i'm seeing it as the method of strategic doing steering me there you're saying people so for me it's the method the you think strategic. it's the me you think the method yeah. methodology yeah, is a problem i'm seeing it it's the strategic method that got me there into a corner backed into a corner understood of a result that hasn't worked in the past understood. but that's just me and uh, and the this process if i oh go ahead no please if i may <laughs> i think everyone is right and we I mean, we needed to try something, so we did it. 
And I would agree that um, during the process for me, I was feeling a little underwhelmed by some of the the responses just because of what our question was and what was coming out of it. For, I think, similar reasons, I will say biasly, I do love my project idea that people <laughs> chose, but that doesn't mean I'm right. So, um, and I would agree that um, I think we as a commission can do better about getting the right people at the table. And this was our first attempt to really connect with the community. So that's why I'm hoping we can try again and try again and try again, because that's what we're here for, um, to try to get it right. So. And, and I think I would like, I have a slightly different perspective on it, I guess, maybe because I'm a little naive, but it, I thought it worked rather well. Um, and I had a, but maybe my, um, uh, my bar was set too low. I don't know, but I, I was really looking for something that a small group of people could come together on that had a modicum of a chance of success. Yeah. That's what we really wanted to have some success stories. So even if they were a baby step towards the um, ultimate goal, if it was a baby step that was successful and um, a network was created and relationships were established and there was some quantitative results at the end that we, which we could document success. I was feeling good about that. Yeah. So I, I just... yeah, I, I really appreciate everybody's comments. And I just want to say, you know, strategic doing is one practice, right? It is one methodology. And um, I appreciate that everybody was willing to try it and experience it and do other things, more things. I know I've had conversations with commissioners where there's some real, there's real deep structural change that we want in our hearts. Strategic doing will not get us there and it will not get us there on its own. Right. So I just want to say that in terms of a low bar as a strategic doing practitioner, working in like a world where we want racial justice, like I am, I'm not naive, right? Like this is, this is going to take much more. I agree. It, was, it's always good to practice being together. It's good to look at things differently. Like who knew they had assets? You know, who knew that you could talk to other people? Okay. I don't really like the word assets, but you have skills and networks and, you know, all those kinds of things that you can utilize the bigger structural changes. You know, I, the, those, those things, I think that we, we, we dream of and we work towards in, in a multitude of ways um, I think this is a good baby step. I appreciate everybody's time and energy in doing this um, and for for trusting us to to walk through it and and try and carry the process through. And it's not done. <laughs> it just started. So there will be 3030s. And I, what I will say is that it's agile. If you're on a project and it's like, man, this is really not working, the idea is to stop and do something else or do something different. So I really encourage you to push your groups that you're in. And um, if you're, if you're looking at that framing question and you're looking at your project and you're like, you know, these things really, I can't get here with this. Like talk about that with your group and say like, this is where we're trying to go. How do we get there? You have a group of people that are interested in the same kinds of things. Be they're the wrong people. Are. And, and maybe they are the wrong people. Yeah, I mean. And and the the other thing is, is that it's not the changing of the hearts. We've we've been trying for years. Yeah. Decades. 
to change people's hearts, to do things in such a way, to give space and freedom for us to for us to live and to and to simply do more than just simply survive. Yeah. This is about the system that has no feelings. It just operates the way it operates. And the people who are used to using it, they use it very well. And the rest of us, we just figure out how to survive through it. So from a systematic change perspective, I don't think we should focus on the people. I think we should focus on the system. And that's where I think that there's there's the challenge. Again, I, I do believe that there's value in strategic doing. And I think that there's a value in what we need to do. And I think the biggest lesson we should have learned is that if you're not intentional, you get what you get. And you have to be intentional about who is going to be a part of the work and what success ultimately looks like to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we struggled. We went to people who have every intention on us being successful, but they don't necessarily have the skill set or the knowledge or the resources to allow that to be, be, be true. Yeah. And I've had conversations with you about this chat and I, I deeply agree when I said that we desire deeply in our hearts, I wasn't talking about changing other people's. I was just like in my bones, what I would love to see, which is that structural change. And yeah. so, um, we will report back. Uh, and you know, I really appreciate the feedback, happy to have other conversations that I can also bring back to our team, um, on how we can, you know, morph this and assist in all the ways that we can. So, and thank you, commissioner Chad for bringing back the word systemic system and how we consciously and systematically uh, that uh, to just go back and think about that and tell myself, reflect on that. So, oh, because I never said that systemic doing as a, it's not wrong. It's been found to work. It just for me, yeah. So thank you for bringing it back to the system mm -hmm. and addressing the system where that is what the TRC is about, addressing the system consciously, intentionally, and systematically. Ambitious, but it has been done. We have learned that. That is why it's in Iowa City. Thank you. Happy to answer any questions or take notes for any other comments. Thank you so much, B. Yeah. Thanks. Do we have any further discussion on this topic as commissioners? Any thoughts? If not, I'm gonna move on to the next agenda item, but first open up for public comment. If there's anyone online that would like to comment on a strategic doing workshop follow-up, please raise your hand. Anyone else in the room that would like to comment on this topic? Okay, next we're going to move on to city budget. I'm not sure who that is. That That is uh, me. Is uh, that you? Okay. That is me, but we can go ahead and skip that for now. I, I I do apologize traditionally. Again, I make sure that you are aware of, of anything that I put on the budget uh, or put on, this, on the, on the uh, plan, um, but I have moved this back to uh, the next meeting. And that is totally, that's completely okay. Um, thank you, Commissioner. We're going to move on to um, number seven, which I do know is for you. It is for me. I, I really appreciate the time, and I thank you all for 
for us being able to speak our truth and and being able to move forward. I have been going through the process of meeting with each of you. I still have a couple of more of a fellow uh, commissioners uh, to um, meet. And uh, I've also been going through and listening uh, to uh, some of the recordings uh, from the past. Sometimes I, I start like in 2023 and then I work my way back. But this time, uh, this past week, as I started um, and actually uh, um, December and Jan well, January 2021 and started to work my way forward. And so there are a couple of things I'd just like to make a, a, this, a brief um, statement on and then I'll explain to you uh, some of the, the things that I put together. It is very difficult when you when you consistent consistently go through trauma, and consistently there's something that clicks about that brings the trauma back that makes it very difficult for one to be able to move forward until after until you get to the point of addressing the trauma at least um, getting it to a level that it does not trigger or, or prevent you from doing the work that in essence that you need to do. And it is very clear that anyone who has experienced uh, some of the things that uh, much of our community has experienced, and specifically those uh, who uh, are black and brown have experienced, that it is very difficult to constantly see things come up and when it constantly comes up, try to figure out how on one end do I deal with my emotions, but on the other end, try to deal with how to resolve the issue. Specifically, when you're trying to resolve the issue and you're not even quite sure that the people that you need to work with to resolve the issue want to actually resolve the issue. And so I, I say that because I just want to acknowledge that I understand that, that things have gone longer than expected th than what the city council put in place. Uh, but the one thing that I hope that they do understand is, is that we A, have to figure out how to heal ourselves to the point where we're able to get to a place of coming up with recommendations to address the issues. The second thing is, is that if you go through 400, 500 years of of experiences, then you you still have to take time to figure out how you're going to get closer to the place that you want to be, which means that that there was no way that this was going to be resolved within a year or two. I think that this will probably take us centuries, in essence, to be able to resolve. But this is something that if we start now, that we can, in essence, put ourselves and our communities in better shape to be able to thrive. And the advantage of Iowa City being able to thrive, which means it will continue to grow, it will continue to prosper, the University of Iowa will continue to prosper, and more people will find Iowa City and, 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 the, and the surrounding area as an attractive place uh, to live, grow, and and to be um, at peace uh, with themselves and bring in their family in such a way that um, that they grow up uh, with with not having some of the trauma that that some of us and some of our parents have had to go through. Now, saying all of that, I believe that a lot of the thing and a lot of the work that's been done has been done. In my opinion, it's been good because it's been practiced. We will never be able to tell people what they should do or how they should address issues unless we try it ourselves and we actually push some of the limits. One of the things I remember seeing was is that there was a letter from the city 
uh, attorney um, concerned about some of the uh, communication that we had. Um, I believe it was for August 3rd, August 2nd, or August 3rd, and then addressing the issue about how it, he felt that, in essence, it put the city in harm's way. And though I do not agree with the city attorney at all, um, I do appreciate uh, his expertise and his knowledge and understanding that some of the communication that we do cannot then happen the way that it's happened before. That some of the communication cannot be around what's happening in the commission, but actually has to happen in the community because it's safer for the people to communicate. It is more confidential and more private. It gives people a greater opportunity to, to express themselves more than they can express themselves here because this is recorded and then will be kept for forever. And sometimes when you're going through the process of just trying to 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 get your truth out, then in essence, if you're punished for that, then you you tend to then not want to ever get your truth out. Then you fall back into what the system says is what is acceptable and what it is. And, and, and what we ultimately understand is, is that in many cases, the system is not acceptable. But working with the system, we know not to put ourselves or put other people in harm's way so that they do feel comfortable about expressing their truth. Now, I say all of that to say that because for me, as I took a look at everything, I looked at everything as practice. It's not actual real. I believe, again, the strategic doing, I, I love the process of it. I think the outcomes are not outcomes that we're going to be able to use. And a lot of that is because if you have the wrong people in the room, you're going to get a result that has nothing close to getting to the systemic issues that you're trying to get to. So the first thing that I have, and let's see if I can make sure I do this right. You have to go to the corner. Which corner? Where the arrow is to drag it down. A right hand. This corner? Oh, you could push that. You could push that. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Technology. I love it. Mm -hmm. So what my feeling is, is that as a commission, one of the things that we do have to come to terms with is, is that we have to come to terms with traditionally how we want this to work. In essence, what system do we want to use to allow people to be able to express themselves in a safe manner, but allow us to get to some of the issues that we actually need to get to? What I'm saying is, is that there are certain things that are important. The fact finding is important, but the fact finding that even it's going to start with, I think next week, the fact finding, it's going to take around three, um, three to six months to be able to get done. Now, there's some additional information. Um, Andy brought some, gave us some information that, in essence, we can use and make sure that they have and some things that we need to think of. But it takes a period of time to gather the type of information from a fact-finding perspective that's going to be needed, that's going to be, in essence, of value to us, even if it's just to determine what projects or what areas we actually want to work on. I call them topics. So whether it's topic A, B, C, D, whatever it is, and I'll talk a little bit more about that, that's something that the fact finding is going to help us. And then around that type of information, then we need to then have some of the truth telling, which is going to say, based on what they was gathered, is this information really real? Or is it just something that's in my head? Is it something that's just about me, right, versus my community? 
Because if it's simply about me, then maybe that's not something we should talk about. But if it's something that my community has specifically experienced, then maybe that's something that's a, a topic that we should bring up. And I call it telling our story. We have to figure out again, how do we effectively tell the story about what our experiences are here and how the data supports the experiences that we're that we're saying that we're having. In essence, we're going to prove to you, not only through our words, but also through the data, that this is where our concerns are. Here's where, in essence, the problems are. Here's where the challenge is. Um, and this specific one, we've identified this specific area as our problem. Then the next level is, is that we want to work with organizations that have uh, that area or find or people that are interested in that given area. If they're interested in the area, then they're going to be committed to helping us try to resolve things. They're going to create just as much conflict. They're going to have, we're going to have people that are going to be very radical. We're going to have people that are going to be very passive. We're going to have passive aggressive individuals, but we ultimately going to have the type of people that are going to bring us to a closer place of saying, from, from these organizations, based on the experiences that they have, here's where they see ultimately the problem is, and they're willing to work with us to come up with solutions to be able to address the issue. Then strategic doing then comes in because we've identified, in that sense, a group that we're going to work with. We've identified the problem. And when we come up with our North Star, it's for the topic. It's not in general. It's specific. What is it that we're looking for for that specific topic? And then, oh, go ahead. Can I ask a question? You can. When you say specific topic, like if we're talking about housing, then we come up with a North Star for that. Bingo. Okay. So if it's housing or if it is education, we come up with a North Star. Okay. And we don't have to say that we're going to use a system that's already in the place. We're going to say this is how we're going to address by developing a system to address a specific issue, whatever it is. But that would be the perfect example. Then we just develop an action plan. And then from there, we're going to take a look at um, um, results and we're going to review kind of this topic hey, based on what some of the things have come out. And we're also going to monitor what we believe is working for us and what is not. So we're going to be able to measure what success is, and we should be able to tell the uh, the city council, this is where we are. This is where we want to be. And this is what we're doing to get there. And this is what we need you, city council, to help us do. Now, you can tell us that you're, you're down with us and you're going to help us, or you can tell us you're not. Whatever it is, whatever the truth is, then we just ask you to tell us the truth and that we understand where you're at and we understand where we're at. And then we'll continue to go through the process as we talk about pathfinders. We'll continue to go through the process of identifying what is working, what isn't. If we figured out something that's working and we put it in place, great, then let's move on to the next thing. But we continue down that path. So that means that you'll have several topics that'll come up. We determine what those topics are. We'll have the, the facts to be able to support those given topics. And we should be able to tell stories about every given area that we want to actually work on. We can tell the story. This is the story. This is what we're feeling. This is what your system is saying. This is what the report says. And here's what the people are feeling about this. We know that this is not a one-off. This is about everyone. Here again is the organizations and the people that are willing to help us. Now, the people that I that I brought to you um, are people for me that had in a specific agenda, they were looking for specific things. 
There were the Corey Johnsons of the world. There, there were the Anthony Haltons of the world. There were certain people that had specific levels of expertise, in the, but they were all around education. That was how I picked the, the individuals, just as a, a to, to practice and to work through it. And then the goal is again go through the strategic process, go through the the um, the action planning, then measure what success is and measure how we're doing, and then continue to work the system until you get to the result that you want. And whatever we find out, if we get a curveball, we find out someone comes in the place and they're like, no, we're not that interested in that. Then we want to figure out the other way, right? So an example of that of some of the topics were just what you brought up, which is housing, voting, uh, economic development, education. It's whatever whatever people think that, that moves their soul. But whatever the topic is, you find the people specifically that, are, that have a concern around that. Mm -hmm. And then here's the other thing. The reason why we had 20, uh, I call it the 2030 project, but the reason I, I wanted to make sure they came and spoke is, is that, there's so many people that have come specifically around business that have said, this is important to us. And the reason why it's important to them is they understand that for their livelihood, as it relates to getting quality employees, as it relates to being able to grow their business, they need a certain type of people here. And so they're looking for us to help them get that there. This is going, this is where the stream is headed. So we have to make a determination of whether we're going downstream or whether we're going against the, the, the uh, current. Whatever it is, at least what we are, so we're realistic in understanding what we're asking others and what we're asking ourselves to do. And as a, as a commission, we're trying to then protect that space so that we can, in essence, get to where we need to get to and give the, the uh, city council the ability to support the effort or have a true understanding when they don't support the effort. We tell them our story, where we want to go. They either support it or they don't. But these are the example of those topics. So here is a specific example that we can talk about. And I bring up the issue is, is that there's, you know, uh, I talked to a couple of commissioners and the topic that we, we talked about was several different things. And one of them specifically was around Thanksgiving. But we can talk about MLK Day. Uh, we can talk about uh, Juneteenth. We can talk about, um, I don't even think they officially have changed the name to to indigenous. Uh, hmm? Columbus. Yeah. Well, we can talk about Columbus, but I was going to talk about the Heritage Month. I don't know if they officially changed the name for the U.S. or if it's still called Native American, right? Um we can talk about, you know, African American month. We can just talk there. There are plenty of things, assets that have been that are that we use, but we don't necessarily use very effectively. There's many times that we're trying to do some things around celebration, but we don't necessarily have all the resources we need to be able to do it, do it effectively. So here was just an example of that. So one of the the concepts was truth giving and what the ability of what that could mean in that sense versus Thanksgiving. And it's truth giving. You can find that on, on the uh, the the internet. I would encourage you. It was created locally by by uh, one of our folks. But the the concept is is that now, how do we take something like this, and how do we make it bigger than life? How do we tell 
our story in such a way that everyone gets a chance to hear the story. That may be different than the story that we share in Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, I would even tell you, I don't even think we share the wrong story in Thanksgiving. I think we, we use Thanksgiving, you know, to get to Black Friday. So now it's either about football or it's about shopping. But at least if it what it used to be about, which was was incorrect, at least we have the ability to talk and have the to tell a story about what does it mean for us truly to um, to be in this space, and what does it mean for for our American history to be in essence accurate? And we pull people together that are interested. We have have an organization that helps us shape that. We don't have to do it within our commission. And we figure out what are the resources that we need to do to be able to make that happen. Now, we have to make some, there's some truths we have to really think through. We don't want to be um, the Human Rights Commission. So how do we make sure that we're not the Human Rights Commission? But how do we make sure that when we do find some topics that are that are important, that we can refer it to them and that they will continue to support the efforts and the work that we're trying to do? Because what we're really trying to do is we're not really trying to correct the, the wrongs of individuals. We're really trying to correct and improve um, or destroy and recreate the system to make the system so that it's beneficial for everyone. So what, what my hope is, is that we have to then start thinking about how do we get from where we are to where we want to be. And it is my belief that we need a permanent uh, commission, in essence, to be able to do that. That permanent commission should start in um, July. It should be funded in, in such a way that, in essence, makes sense. It should have um, um, the players, whether they're currently existing or new ones, that, in essence, allows us to do the work. What I've done is I have tried to not narrow it, make it to say that this is my, you know, I have a very narrow solution. I'm trying to make it very broad so that we can then claim it, we can own it, and that we can make it to whatever we want. We need to learn from the experiences that we have. Again, when we talk about fact-finding, what they're really going to look for us is, is that what is it that's important to you? What type of information do you need? And this is the type of thing we need to tell them is, is that we need enough data to prove that this thing that we believe is so, we need you to show us within the system that it is so or prove to us that it is not. So when we fight the good fight, we have the support that we need with the data that says that this is the issue and this is the battle that we should fight. And if it isn't, then we just need to we need to deal with that and then figure out how do we move forward from there. We need to focus on, you know, um, what it is, you know, uh, from a communication perspective. We need to encourage them to know that that you cannot expect work like this to be done in a year or two or three or four. If it takes around 500 years to get here, then you need to give us space to be able to get this done. But once we get this done. And it's about the journey and not about the destination. Every year will get better for Iowa City and will make us prosper even greater. So November, and that meeting is going to be on a Monday, the day before election, we should share with them that this is what's important. We, we're willing to put things together in a structure together. And we want you to be able to support the long-term efforts of what the, the commission should be. Now, I will tell you this. I don't know if TRC as a term is going to be something that we should continue to use. Traditionally, our terms are used against us. And I think there was something we have to, we have to really think about. 
because we want to fight the system. We don't want to fight people and 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 issues around the term. We need to de- de- gain and develop support um, about the new charter that we come up with, and make sure that everyone will support that and put that in and 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 be willing to uh, approve that. We also need to finalize what the overall process is. So the experiences and the things that we're having, we need to start putting the puzzle together to make sure we feel comfortable that it's going to get us to whatever the end result is and feel comfortable that it is a starting point for our, our permanent commission is not an ending point for them. And they should have the freedom to be able to get us to um, get us to a better place every day that they, they try. A final presentation in May that says, this is the work we've done. This is what we put together. This is in essence what's going to be beneficial for you. This is what's going to make things uh, work better for you. And here's how you can get the community involved in making this the best place to live, for us to thrive, not just simply survive. And then allow the new commission to be able to, again, regardless of whether it's the people, the same people or not, allow the new commission to then focus on doing that work. This is what I believe will get us to a better place. And it's just a framework that my hope is, is that you see that will allow us to have the type of discussions we need to have, but also make sure that the people that are really trying to engage with us and really want to have these discussions that we're not putting them in harm's way. This is at least a 20-year project for us to show, you know, substantial um, change but, it, but I think that they'll be able to see change year after year based on what we put in place. And I think our community will see that even, even more than, than the, um, um, the uh, city council. So that's why I say the work that has been done has been great work, but it is, it's practice. It's not game time. It's not, you know, it, it's not structured in essence to give us the root, true result. I believe that the Pathfinder projects that are put in place should be carefully looked at and really evaluated whether they, they're the best investment of our time or even the consultant's time. I think we have to be honest with the people and we have to tell them directionally what we're doing and why we're doing it. But I think we do have to make sure that we're doing things in such a way that we can always um, be ourselves accountable for the the time, talent, We've been meeting twice a month since December 2020. So it needs to be a good investment of our time and our talent. And it also needs to be a very good investment of the of the treasurer of the city. That's my 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 plea to you is, is that I think that there's a possibility for us to achieve something that very few people have have been able to achieve, but do it in such a way. Um, that we can actually get real results. And I'm open to any questions that you may have. So I just want, uh, I really appreciate this. I, mean, I think you've done a great job of laying all this out. And based on what you, the last few things you said, the only thing that concerns me, given the history, is the timing for the number two next step. In terms of communic, you know, in the when we present to the city council or a presentation made in November, is that the right moment to say we need a permanent commission, or is it better in May? 
So the challenge is, is that budgeting starts, as you remember, one meeting, budgeting starts, um, it'll start in November-ish, um, and then it'll end in around February or March. So if you do something in May, then you have a commission that really has no teeth. So you you have to do the balance of getting them, the council mind wrapped around what that there will be a full ask. And then you have to then start working with the with the city um, uh, uh, leadership, the staff, about what the resources going to be needed in essence to be able to achieve that. If there's a $200 million budget, then there has to be, they, they have to be accountable for the budget. But if we really want to achieve what we're trying to achieve, we have to make sure that they have the resources we need. I completely agree with that. I'm just, the only question I have is about what you lead with and what you hint at and what you get agreements for. And I just was a little just it, it gives me pause to think about the history of the commission and who's on the city council and the nature of the budgeting process that in that meeting to lead with that, that's the only thing I'm thinking. Well, I think the the I think that the the goal is to uh, assist our chair and having the tools that she needs to feel comfortable and leading in such a way that um, allows us to be able to move forward. Uh-huh. My, um, so that that's what I would tell you. And, I, and I'd also say, I wish that we had more than a month and a half to do this. Right. And it's yeah. the only reason why you're getting the presentation now. Yeah. Because after I gathered more information, right. then the goal is how do we then move forward? Mm-hmm. Now, I will speak my reality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not that serious, then I'm not that serious about working with them. Okay. I mean, they put, and I'd be more than willing to tell them this, they put the commission in a very awkward situation. Yep. They put the design of eeny, meeny, miny, mo. pick the people that you know, mm-hmm. which are not necessarily the right people to be running the commission at the very beginning that created situations that even our commissioners now are saying, you know, that were in essence, you know, not necessarily in the best of light. Well, that was the responsibility of the city council. They did that. And so we're just simply saying out of this, give us some grace, but understand based on the work that you can come out of this better than when you started. But you're absolutely right. They could come and say, you all have not um, um, met our needs and we don't know if we should continue to invest the time. But I think it says in a lot about where they're at. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chad, Commissioner Chad, I have two. uh, One is a question and the other one is a comment. Uh, on the subject of permanency, uh, it has come up and we've sort of uh, uh, put it as part of the final recommendations that was before. And also we never really, uh, because we've, we've gone through training, I did on TRCs and I am trying to remember where whether there is any that remained permanent as TRC 
or just to do the world around the world and not yeah uh so that's one of my comments that if it ever uh came to be permanent whether it would remain as a trc because the permanent kind of looks different after doing the charges of the trc my other thing as you did the presentation and i was looking at the, at the 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 pictorial diagrams that you give us and by the way thank you for doing this i'm looking for uh the other part of our charge reconciliation and yeah and to myself i was wondering whether it's the strategic doing or but i would want i would want to think that strategic doing is would be but a small part of the reconciliation part yeah i i probably missed it i'm looking for it the reconciliation part of the of the from this framework and then the other thing i'm wondering uh since the facilitator work is going on this goes along is this now our part of going along with the facilitator um yeah because the facilitator work has started with us so i'm trying to look at this framework and wondering whether um, uh, putting it together trying to put it together with the facilitator work so i would say from the facilitator work is is that what the facilitators have been asking is they've been asking us to give them guidance and a part of what we've been doing in some cases is saying hey listen you all know best we'll we'll follow your lead i'm telling you in my feeling we don't follow their lead we tell them what we need and then they then have to then do that the work that they're doing is good like i said but the structure of the work is where they creates where you're not going to get the outcomes that you're looking for so i believe that everything around the, the the pieces that have been done and that will be done are pieces that we need i think the order that they're being done in um are not necessarily the right order but what i'm asking is for us to go through the experiences and then make a determination of what order we believe that they should go in so that's that's going to answer your last question i hope is that i'm hoping that we will then look at that and then we will come back and say cuz i don't want them to you you brought up a good you brought up several good points about where you were at and is that where is that it was that was that even satisfying to you of us being able to address any of the issues that that we need to address but I'm hoping we can figure that out. Did you want to make any comment before I move to the other ones? Yeah, just having to go back again to the contract that is there and what the facilitator was contract was contracted to do. And then this framework before I'm able even to say anything else. Yeah, I don't have the contract in front of me here. So I would want to go back to that and and the work that we are doing right now. 
So we can definitely do that. But my intention is not, and there may be an unintended consequence. My intention is not to change the contract. It's just to learn from what the contract was and then to put it in its right place if it's if it's not in its right place. So I don't know how we can really do truth telling if you don't do your fact finding first. As an example, I don't know if housing is an issue, if the data doesn't support that housing is an issue. It may be an issue individually, but if it is an issue, then somehow I want some document to say this is a problem. And then I want people to then be able to validate that this is a problem, which to me gets to more of the truth telling. But I'm not even trying to to disrupt that. I'm just simply saying we go through whatever the experiences we've been already set up, the time that's already been set up. Then from there, then let's go back and say, does this fit? Does it not? What should stay? What should go? Should we change what stays? Should we change how we do it? Okay. For the time being, I am going to give myself time to process the the framework, especially because I am not seeing reconciliation. And then again, together with the with the facilitator. So for now that's what I'm able to do. And the, so the, the work of the facilitator. So and that then here's my other question for you. When it comes to reconciliation, when you think of it for us, what what do you think it is for us as relates to um, how we address reconciliation um, when it comes to working with the city council? Uh, it's a very big piece, and that's why we have experts who've gone through tier, TRC all the way to the end. I am just at the beginning, and it's a very big piece because it includes things like reparation and the final end. It's after going the, through the work of the TRC, even with the community, uh, which is very hard, very difficult, very painful. Uh, part of that reconciliation is continuing in our city, uh, all the communities, uh, how we move on continuing after we've done the fact-finding, the truth-telling, how do we move on from there? Those are all parts of reconciliation and also some of the pathfinder projects. We came up with three. They are all part of reconciliation. There, is, there are things like counseling, all those pieces. So, oh, uh, that in a way as uh, restorative justice, all those pieces that are there. Uh, I I didn't see that, but I um, I was trying to think strategic doing is an example of part of the reconciliation part. So what I the way I would address it from my perspective is, is that strategic doing is a part of the process of identifying what is needed to be able to change that system. 
But the other part that is needed is you're going to need the resources, whether it is time or whether it's talent or whether it's treasure. And then the last T for me would be temperature to be able to make sure that we can then move that forward. And somehow I'm saying that within the community, we're going to have to have that combination to be able to address effectively address that given issue. So so you're right. Strategic doing starts it. The community is the one that helps guide us through it. And then we move forward. Now, I will have to tell you again where where there is a part of me that is, whether it's biased or just being, excuse me, just being stuck. The type of things that people have traditionally been um, not willing to do um, has proven to me through my experience that true reconciliation with other individuals is not as possible as I would like it to be. You're right. The, the TRCs, we've gone through that, but it's still for I'm thinking South Africa. I'm thinking my own country, Kenya. Uh, we talked about Peru. We talked about the task force in California, Canada. Uh, a lot of it is still, it's still left not a very good taste in people's mouths. So yeah, you're right on that. Yeah. So I believe that if we can get work that we believe in and our community believes in, and we can focus on the system, which I don't always expect to support us, that we can get to a better place. And then it gets to the first question you asked, which is TRC's permanent versus, versus temporary. I do not believe the permanent structure is a TRC. I believe the permanent structure does a work of what needs to be done in essence for everyone to thrive. Out it's of the recommendations? Off the recommendations of the community, off of the things that need to be put in place, off the resources. Of, it's unapologetic. It's doing the work. And the only thing that prevents the work from not being able to move forward is the city council. But at least the city council then has been very clear to us that this is what they're willing to do and this is what they're not. And I do not want to take away or ask that 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 our commission take away the power from the city council. I think that there was a um, that the commission was put in a bad situation because I don't think the city council really understood the type of work that was going to need to be done and the healing that individuals just had to do in trying to get the work done. So it's on them to be able to achieve this goal, we're willing to help them if they're willing to be helped. And if they do not believe that our work um, is worthy or the way that we want to help is worthy or they don't want to fund it, then I think we have to hear where they are. On funding, there is money put aside and already some of it, the it's already been, a, we already, it's already being used. Half a million dollars is is a million dollars put aside is very impressive. And half a million dollars spent, I understand, is is that. Um <laughs> it's gonna take a lot more than a million dollars to be able to complete the project. 
And if they're serious about it, it's going, they're going to have to invest in that. That's why I say it's a journey. It's not a destination. So we're not trying to say, hey, give me $20 million today and we'll fix the problem today. What we are saying is, is that we're more than willing as a commission, permanent commission, to do the same thing that planning and zoning would do, right? There's always buildings going up. We'll do the exact same thing and we'll build uh, the infrastructure that will allow people to be successful. But if you feel at any point in time that it is not worth our time or your money, then at least let us know. Okay, now the processing of now the facilitator with the framework you put down. Yeah. Yeah, I my hope is. Sorry, Chair. I mean, I'm waiting for you to to finish. Oh. That will be my last co comment. It's not even really a question. It's sure. on me and looking at sure. what is in place for the facilitator. And you're um, right now calling it yours. And thank you for doing it. I, I appreciate the questions. I, I And thank you very much for the, the dialogue. Yeah. And for giving me a moment to reflect. I just appreciate you being you. I think that you are, you are perfect in every way. And um, I look forward to you continually to, to, to bring things to light. It, it, it is, it is uncomfortable in some cases. It always produces something better. And I'm, I'm personally into something better. Yes, and our communities and ourselves or whatever we are doing, that's the intention of making it better. Chair, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> All right, I will interrupt this discussion just to invite a facilitator to give some inputs. Yeah, first of all, thank you all for such a fantastic conversation. And and thank you, Chad, for this, um, this pathway. I just wanted to speak on the facilitators part of things. The way that we envision the work was to be agile. We actually never intended to tell you what to do. We intended to empower you to find your own path. And that is in the proposal. So the proposal is written that in November, we will say like, it was, it literally is called a pause because we knew we would be practicing. We didn't know what it would look like. And that's made the city very uncomfortable when it comes to contracting, let me tell you. It's very difficult to contract this kind of work. And so I appreciate that they continue to talk to us. Um, but this, this proposal that you've put forth uh, would tie in very well with what we have planned. Now there's certain specific things that we are, we have, we are contracted to do. Of course, if you want to discuss what those are, you know, we should we should talk about that. But our intention was never to steer you in a direction at all. It was really to educate, provide tools, um, explore content, um, the fact finding. These are trainings for you to do that. Um, and I appreciate that it's kind of aligned with what we're trying to do. Um, but I just wanted to to say that, that I actually see very seamlessly an opportunity for the facilitators that you have currently to assist you in doing this. Um, and so I, I just wanted to kind of alleviate some of that, you know, I mean, we can get into the nitty gritty, but as you are having this conversation that um, 
everything that you listed there are things that are in our contracts, you know, and we never said we're going to do it this way. And that can be very frustrating from a city perspective, but we were very clear on, we are going to stop and reevaluate and see, are we getting, are, are we on the right path? Are we on a better path, the best path that we can be on? So I think it really aligns. It's perfect timing. Quite frankly, I look forward to helping support the presentation in November. You know, that was always something that we envisioned working together on. So if we can assist in communicating the need for the permanent commission, um, and we've had conversations with city staff about their role in helping that along as well, like helping us navigate some of those political conversations. So um, I just wanted to, p- to put that out there because I know there's a lot of back and forth about it. And I just wanted to say as somebody who wrote the proposal, as somebody who's gone through the contracting, that we were very intentional and in wanting it to be something that is agile and something that can move along with you. Um, so, and we can certainly have our full conversation. And thank you for the allowing me to speak. Thank you so much, V. Are there any other comments or thoughts? I think the only other thing is that, and I, you know, the staff, I, I love to hear. They're phenomenal. I appreciate them. I know them both very well. I, I appreciate, and they add great value. Um, we're we're dealing with a political situation. It's not with the staff. It's with the uh, city council. They're, they're, in essence, the group that we're trying to work with, and the staff will give us um, um, hints about things that we should think about but we're trying to work through that. The consultants are there to help us, but politically we're in a situation of trying to address the issue with the city council. So I don't want us to think that we can get to the city council through the staff. We should appreciate them for being here and for all that they do, but we have to deal with the city council because they're the ones they're running for office. They're the ones that are going to be put in place. They're the ones that are going to make the determinations. We ask for money. We can we can make sure that it fits within the budget. But if they don't support it, they're the ones. And even from our power, the you know the the value the, the value of what they can bring to us in changing the system is is um, significant. So. Well, I want to thank you so much for um, putting this together. Um, me personally, um, I, I really love this framework. It almost feels like the work plan that we've been asked to put together on our end. Um, there, I mean, I think I'll have more questions later, but there are, I'm wondering, because I am concerned about the November, whatever date it is, and just the fact that um, we will get pushback. And so it's not just that first date, it's how many times can we go back until the end of our contract or whatever. Um, But maybe uh, like to get to prove that we should become a permanent, we should choose one of the topics and make that our project Um, with the hope that we would get to all the other ones. I really appreciate this simple but very powerful like graphic because that's the disconnect I've been trying to figure out in my head like how do we everything is so big and you're right we were coming at it from a general perspective I do think we might need a general something umbrella but then this is the framework to to piece it out um so 
Yes, I'm I'm excited to see how we can work together, all of us, to move this together. So thank you for putting this together and that energy um, that you've been bringing. Well, I just want you to know that, again, sometimes it is, you know, when you're in it, it's hard to see it. And that's what I was sensing is that it's hard to see the work because of the way we're doing it, mm -hmm. but that the pieces did make sense to me. I think we are finally in the moment. Um, we've spent the last year trying to just get to the thing. And so now we are ready for the next level of instead of just carrying this idea to actually implementing it. So thank you for moving us closer to that. Um, yeah, I would love to talk more about this as we keep going, um, about what it looks like and the differences um, from Truth Reconciliation Commission. Um, I'd love for all of commissioners, it doesn't just have to be me or Lauren, to engage more with our facilitators. I'd love to invite you. Hopefully facilitators are okay with that too. Come to, all of us can't be there, but come to some of the other meetings to um, disengage with, especially this idea, Chad, um, and uh, everyone else to, you know, make this more of a, a group effort. So that's my two cents. I wanted to add one. I wanted to put in sort of a, uh, a plug for the existing Pathfinder projects, because even if it wasn't, they weren't the perfect people in the room. If any one of those projects in the next month and a half has some legs, that only helps us. Even if it isn't the perfect project, even if it only moves the needle a fraction of an inch, if it's something that can be pointed to, if it's something that can be touted as a beginning success story, then I think it's important. And so I, I'm, I'm really hopeful at least one of the five, you know, takes off in the next month and a half. Thank you again. Um, any other discussion? Otherwise, I'll move on to the next topic. Okay, we'll move to um, a public comment on this uh, agenda item. Is there anyone online that would like to comment on this? Please raise your hand. Anyone in um, the room that'd like to comment on this? Okay, if not, we're gonna move on to fact-finding session. Um, and I believe Laurel is online to just give us a, a brief update. Welcome. Hey, Hi, uh, thank you for having me. I will keep it short. I know you've had a lot of uh, rich conversation already this evening and it is late. Um, so I'm just here to transmit some just nuts and bolts kind of details. So we have our plan for uh, this coming Wednesday evening uh, from 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, and uh, please forgive me uh, for recapping anything that people are already aware of, but just to go through the um, few uh, nuts and bolts. So we're, we're going to be facilitating a dialogue among the commissioners about how you all want your fact-finding portfolio to look, um, what people have been discussing already a lot this evening, the topics that uh, you would like to focus on sources of information um, that uh, the commission finds useful, authoritative, um, valuable, um, that can point uh, uh, Larry and me to, and um, we will seek them out and then bring them back to the commission to evaluate. Um, these would be sources of information that would illuminate racial just injustice and discrimination. Um, and in order to ground that conversation, we'll be providing background information about how other TRCs have gone about their work. Um, but mainly the conversation will just be supporting you all in forming a consensus and agreement on the direction uh, for how the fact-finding process should be carried out. And in terms of uh, feedback and input, that that is uh, 365 um, 
uh, these year. You know, what I mean to say is it's, it starts right now. So if anybody has any suggestions about how we should structure next week's meeting, uh, we welcome any and all of those suggestions uh, right now or via email or by phone. I'm happy to provide uh, my, my cell phone number to anyone who might not have it. Um, and uh, text messages is fine, uh, whatever works best for people. Um, and we anticipate a very interactive uh, session that includes use of sticky notes and uh, stickers to help us um, unearth and uplift everyone's ideas and find where people agree, where those areas of consensus. And uh, this is um, uh, a repeat of something that I think a lot of people have spoken to this evening, especially most recently V. But as facilitators, we see ourselves as process guides. So we are just trying to help ask the right questions that will allow the commission, you all, to make the decision. So the facilitators and certainly Kearns and West in the fact-finding effort, we are not responsible for making decisions. We are not seeking to make decisions. We just want to prompt the conversation that will give you all the tools to choose the path that you are most passionate about. And we will not, you know, take any sides of any commissioner, but of course, just supporting in inclusion and inclusive actions that meet uh, the underlying interests of, of everyone involved. So uh, thank you for the time. I hope that that wasn't too much a repetition of what people are already aware of. Um, if anybody has any questions right now, I'm happy to take them um, or just pop back on mute and, and stay there. Thanks. Thank you so much, Laurel. Any questions? I have a question. Um, so I know that uh, you and Larry have reached out to everyone asking kind of what direction or what focus we wanted um, for our fact finding. And I wondered if you saw maybe some common patterns emerge or was it kind of all over the place or will we go over that at the session? Thank you for the question, Commissioner. That's a great question. I can say right off the top that one of the most commonly mentioned topics overall was housing, uh, housing affordability, availability, um, and processes that have gone on in the community and, and uh, you know, how those unfolded and um, who was involved in decision making. Um, I think there, there were several other topics that people mentioned, but that's definitely, I think, the one that we heard the most. Um, but I, I really appreciate the question. And Larry and I will uh, definitely be preparing a roundup and a summary of, of all the input that we received from the commissioners as part of the grounding for that conversation. Thanks again for the question. Thank you. Any other questions? Okay, thank you so much, Laurel. Thanks so much. Uh, so I just had a question, um, maybe it's for Stephanie. Is this uh, meeting here next Wednesday? It's at the Senior Center. It's at the Senior else. Center. Is there a meal provided again? Yeah, there will be a meal provided. A meal provided, okay. And um, are there any other questions about um, logistics from anyone? Okay, for me, it's just thanking you, Laura, for you and Dr. Skula for the sessions we've had to prepare us for Wednesday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Okay, well, if there's no other questions, I'm going to move on to public comment. If there's anyone online that would like to discuss this portion or in the room. Okay, next, I'm going to move on to facilitator work plan phase one. And I believe this is a time to talk about uh, the Native partners. Um, and Annie, also, I know we had a conversation the other day, and I think I was um, tired and confused. So I'm not responsible. I am responsible, but like, I, I please disregard anything I said. <laughs> Actually, you were helpful. 
And so I combined some questions and sent them out. You got them, all the Native partners and V and I, and Stephanie got them and she responded. Mm -hmm. So um, hang on and I'm... So what I have are not specific dates. I asked, but we don't have specific dates to give you. But what I have is some, sorry for this noise. Um, what Manape said was that he could provide the training between October 9th and October 23rd. And so this is- um, Actually, maybe let me back up and say, Hi, what do you want to know? Okay, so originally we were supposed to have a training next Thursday and next Saturday. Is that correct? That was on my on my calendar and that it seems like is not going to happen. Is it, and is that not going to happen because of my what I was saying confusingly the other day or because of other you reasons? Know, here's what happened. I I heard from one of them that that wouldn't work. Okay. So then I emit I texted everyone what will work, what I got from Monape, and I have to say that was this afternoon. Okay. Um, was October 9th is that a through Thursday? 23rd are, is a window that he has availability. So I feel like what I have for you guys tonight is not adequate. Like what I was hoping is that I would say they can be here these dates and these dates which ones work for you and we could move ahead mm -hmm. because with the bulk of you being here, that's what works best mm -hmm. logistically to like get clear together. And so can we, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes, can we please. back up and uh, um, just to understand, cause I, there there's two different things. If I remember correctly, that might be happening, a training for us and the training for the community or, um, and I know that you're not them. So, right. It's true. I'm not them. <laughs> and, um, and what was said, there'll be two initial circles for folks to participate in and process the methodology and two additional training sessions for folks. And this is so, to train the trainer as what we had talked about before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so this means that we need to get the right people in the room again for this. Yes. Which was, is probably good. We're not doing it next week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and they now know what information is needed from them to get the word out and the time frame within that Stephanie answered a lot of questions. So they know that now. So, um, so what will happen tomorrow at our, at our weekly noon meeting is T and Manape will still be there. We'll both be there. Mm -hmm. And my sense is that there'll be more clarity on times available. And what I was hoping for was actual windows of amount of time for each of those. Um, so that will, I don't have that. And that is what I will get tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping to get out of tomorrow with them. I was so, so that you guys have, here are some dates, here are some windows, what works for your schedule, when, which one do you want to plan for inviting folks? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the calendar and trying to respect what staff has communicated to us that that is a, it's coming up soon. Um, we probably have to move closer to the, towards the 23rd than the 9th is what I'm thinking. 
um, and just understanding how involved all of us commissioners need to be in this portion. Is this something that all of us need to be trained in? Like that, that's a question I have. Is it something that if some of us have interest in this particular part? Yeah. Do you want to answer? You want to talk? So I think we've had some conversation around this, but, um, you know, this type of work is very particular, mm -hmm. right? It's not just fact finding, not no disrespect. Well, it's just, it's it, it, holding circle in this way. I think we have talked in the past about like, there's people that are literally called to do this work, right? So I don't, we'll get further clarity, but my understanding was that it was for people who wanted to, to do this work train the trainers that included whoever from the commission wanted to do this work, plus practitioners we already know in the community like Laura Gray and, you know, folks that are in the school district and, and others that, you know, have this skill set and maybe, or maybe know people that are looking to do this work or, you know, and of course, as always with these types of trainings, it, it's open to the public, you know, so we'll also put out some information there. So I, I don't want commissioners to feel like you have to be there because I don't think that that's this type of work is my understanding. We'll get further clarity on that, but I have a hard time imagining like making people be here if this is not where you want to be for that type of work mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Because also if, if it doesn't have to be a quorum, it might make it a little bit easier. Also true. Good, Good point. Yeah. And on the other hand, to know about circles as something that you could make possible and available to people in the community and how they work and how the experience of, um, some of you have already had experience in circles, but not all of you. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there's that aspect as well. I'll get clarification on that, but it may be that the initial session he was talking about is something that, that different commissioners will want to be part of so that you know, hmm, do we want to be able to offer circles as a as one version of a safe place for people and a place where people feel connected? So um, I will have more information for you tomorrow. And I don't know if you're going to be there or if another representative of the commission will be at the noon I need Zoom to talk meeting. About, I hmm? need to talk about that. Okay, don't. I'll let you know. Cool. Okay, no, great. Anything else? I'm sorry that I don't have what I hope to have for you. Nope. I think you've, does it, I'm, I think you've answered everything. Does anyone have any questions? No. Okay. Thank you so much, Annie. You're welcome. Um, so with that in mind, um, that sounds like we will not have a meeting next Thursday unless someone really wants to keep the meeting next week. I'm opposed to keeping it. <laughs> it's been a long month. I think we all deserve a break. Um, so I will move on to the next. Oh, there is someone. Go ahead, Lauren. I'm so sorry. I did not see your hand raised. Commissioner oh, I will be able to um, be on the thing tomorrow at noon. Great. Thank you. I was going to send you a text after this. Um, okay. Um, so if there's no further discussion on this topic, I will move on to, um, agenda item number 10, which is correspondence. Um, I think the only, we don't have anything for that. So we'll move on to commissioner announcements. First, we'll start with staff. Nothing. Okay. Thank you very much. Does anyone from commission have something they want to announce? 
Lauren's hand is up. Or we already dealt with it. Lauren, do you still have your hand raised? Okay, never mind. All right, well, I'm going to do my uh, final announcement of the biggest event that we're doing for the Neighborhood Centers this Saturday. It's going to be so much fun. 50th Fest, Taste of NCJC. It's going to, uh, it's our 50th anniversary celebration, but it's going to be a cultural celebration with um, lots of different foods, food trucks, um, multiple performances, henna, face painting, bouncy houses, you know, cross your fingers for the weather. Um, we'll have a historical gallery for our organization, Loteria, um, a cakewalk, um, and it's going to be at Mercer Park from 1 to 5 p.m. at uh, on Saturdays, September 23rd, free entry. Um, I hope everyone can come. Awesome. If there's anyone else that has an announcement. All right, I motion to adjourn. Seconded. All right, let's go.